Welcome to Give Me the Tip Podcast. Amanda and Nira here, and it's podcast time. Proclaimed by the Upper Kirby community as number one podcast to listen to while sipping martinis. Southside, Edo, Fifth Ward, Hillcroft voted best interracial podcast. Critically acclaimed best podcast on a green couch. River Oaks District names them queens on stripping down life. Galleria Herald, number one show discussing life while drinking vodka. Loving life, stripping layers, giving the tip. Welcome to the house of Amanda and Nira. Entrepreneurs, philanthropists, mothers, and fuckers. Mm, just take the tip. Just take the tip. Ready? Ready? Okay. Okay. Well, this fine, gloomy morning, we got a very uh, hyper person on the radio today. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning. And it's not the radio. <laughs> it is a well, radio. It could be on the radio. It's oh my hot. God, for the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been very productive this morning. Yes, you have. Yes. I mean, I just went to the bathroom and came back and there was like 85 text messages. <laughs> <laughs> and you were involved in all of my production. <laughs> all of your all productions. Of all of the things. I have a very long to-do to do list for today. Because we've got a lot of shit going on coming up. But... It's exciting. Speaking of a lot of shit. <laughs> well, we were discussing the past few days how we need to learn to um, say the word no. And stop overcommitting. And overcommitting. And I'm sure a lot of people out there listening know exactly how that feels. Um, when you feel at the moment, you're like, yeah, I can, I can handle that. Yeah, I can do it. And then when it comes down to it, there's so much that you committed towards that now you're a little overwhelmed and you're like running out of energy and, and you're your also, body's giving out on you. Oh, for sure. But you're also not um, even, you're not showing up as your best to those commitments. Either. Right. That's very true. You're spread too thin. Yeah. So it's like we have this next, I mean, I've, you know, just in my life right now, I've got a lot going on personally. And then we have several events going on. A lot. Like to the, the next, point that it's like you wake up one day and there's the next one when you thought I have some yeah. time, I have time, I have time and there's no more time left. Yeah. And definitely that's something that even over the last, you know, nine, 10 years of our friendship, you are fucking the, I say yes person. And I'm like, you get mad at me sometimes. Cause I'm like, no. <laughs> and you're like, we can do this. And I'm like, no, <laughs> we cannot. Because I like to kind of think through all the like mm-hmm. the logistics and the time frame and, and try to balance to you know to some you know capacity degree. yeah degree, but like you are just like I can do this. You're a yes person. I think you've gotten better. I have gotten better. Yeah, yeah I've decided better. to say not say no, but just if it's not bringing in some kind of which sounds bad, but I don't mean it to sound bad. If it's not bringing in some kind of value or some mm-hmm. kind of st- form of status Mm -hmm. and then I don't want to not in a bad way. It's like, it's not, yeah, when when it's anything to do with charity, absolutely. 100% always all in, right. Whatever it takes. And that doing that is a full-time job in itself. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to something like just for shit's sake, just to do it for do it. Right. um, I'm trying to say no to those things. See, that's what, I've actually even ended friendships because it was, or put them on the back burner because it was for shit's sake. Yeah. You know, it's just, there's, 
too much. I have too much going on. Right. Um, and, and over the years, it does sound bad. It, it does it, sound bad. When I yeah, say it out loud, you, it sounds yeah, bad, it sounds but, really bad. But that's not what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I'm not saying it in a negative way. I'm just saying it in terms of, I mean, with so much going on and with family as well, the, the balance has become tough. So you got yeah. to pick and choose, and though the, in your priorities, yeah, absolutely, and what your goals are, and setting those priorities, and that's a big deal. What back when I was doing that, that um, that guru shit, the coaching oh, stuff. Oh wow, okay. <laughs> Um, that's one of the very, very first things that she talked about. And her part of her program is called Time Secrets. And it's all about priorities and setting mm-hmm. your priorities and actually tracking your time. Yeah. I, for a year, I tracked my time by 15-minute increments. That's a little nutty. I know. But it was just a practice of showing you where your time's being spent. Right. Um, especially whenever I would have people that would be like, oh, you're not giving me enough time or you're not doing this or not doing that. I could literally go back to my logs mm-hmm. and look, cause with her coaching every single month, I had to give the time of right. every That's right. I remember section. that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, okay, if I'm spending family time, how much family time am I spending? Mm-hmm. Okay. If I'm spending, you know, at that time, Jamie was, you know, right. passing away from cancer. Right. It was a long process and I was spending a lot of time at the hospital and stuff. And, um, and she said, look, this isn't to sound ugly, but your life is literally, you're letting circumstances dictate your life. Mm-hmm. So even though she's like, I'm sorry that your friend's dying from cancer. I'm sorry you're going through this, but you have to look at it from a higher, which, cause she's talking about how I spend my time mm-hmm. and, and she's like, you have to look at it from a higher perspective because this is happening right now. But when this is done, there's going to be something else that's going to take up your time. Mm-hmm. So she's like, you have to not let circumstances run your life and you have to look at your goals, set your priorities and design your life around that, mm-hmm. and, but create space, create what you would call white space um, for those spontaneous times or for right, those. Because those things are going to happen. Yeah. yeah. And for those shits and giggles times, right. like when you just, you know what, that time you and I so rarely are able just to t- carve out time where it's just us not doing anything. Totally agree. And just chilling and talking and catching up. Yeah. That happens like five minutes in between like a break when we're doing something. Hey, right. how's your week? Was it good? What's going on? Doing stuff. Constant. We're always trying to be productive in yeah. some area. We're trying to help this charity or help that cause right. or, you know, whatever's going on. So right. we never get that downtime, but you need that time too. Well, a big part of me realizing this was the last few weeks was because, you know, it's hitting me hard that kiddo's going to college next year. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, anyways, I feel like I need to dedicate more time to him. Yeah. And maybe it's that season. It's that season to to spend that time, you know, because it's true. When he does go to college, it's going to be, he's not going to have the time that you have now, you know? Yeah. So guess what? That's your top priority right now. Sorry. Don't say sorry to me. That's like a trigger word. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Don't make fun of me. <laughs> I have to, duh. But that's your priority anyway, now. Yes. So now you're going to spend that. You got to carve out and do those special times. It's not like he's fucking leaving you, but I know. It's, the time so, is going to change. It's going to be different. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so anyways, uh, that's where it, it kind of stemmed this conversation for me was because that's going to be completely different. And guess what? 
when he goes to college and you have more time, those things that you had to put on the back burner right now, that's going that then you'll have that time for them. Yeah, like going away on a island. Sounds pretty good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, little Mowgli. <laughs> Me? No, him. Yeah, oh God, no. This is Mowgli now. No, it is right. Yes, he is. He's a big grown Mowgli. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take a sip. No, it's going to be different, but it's, that's, I mean, yeah, you know, the shit that I'm going through personally, um, and living really far away in South Dallas, um, <laughs> and driving every fucking day, yeah. um, that causes me not to be able to do other things. Mm-hmm. Even like yesterday, mm-hmm. we were supposed to have a meeting at three o'clock and I'm glad it canceled because it gave me time to stay at the, maybe that's why I'm so excited today. Yeah. I got it done all <laughs> because done. I got all the financial stuff done, the accounting right. stuff done yesterday. I was at the computer, uh, for almost 14 hours Yeah, getting it all done so that that is like a burden lifted off my shoulders. Yep. So that frees me up to do other things. Right. But you also had texted, okay, I'm going to go get a margarita at this time because you knew you had like 45 minutes before his game. Yeah. So let me know. Well, I was like, okay, if I can get this done, girl, I had another eight hours behind that fucking computer. Yeah. But, but it's good. You knocked it out. Right. And I have to look at it. Uh, I'll look at it today for sure. But you knocked it out, which kind of makes you feel like a big, it's huge, big, huge weight is lifted off Especially of you. Especially those things that you hate doing. Yeah. <laughs> the hate. tedious, uh, the time consuming crap. Doing. Um, getting it done and taking it off your list, mm-hmm. especially when you are over capacity, because another thing that, sh- that, um, the woman's name is Danny Johnson, that she, you know, the coach lady that I did your mentor. for a long time. Yeah. And she has had this, the very first time that I, um, that I even saw her or do her, her thing. Um, she had this display and it was about being over capacity and she had these like four different sized glasses and then she had a, uh, they were all empty and then she had a um, jug of water. And so she was saying like the water is just life, things going on, whatever is Mm -hmm. happening in your life. And she's pouring it into the biggest glass and the biggest glass represented the father. Well then also, okay, mom's got this going on. So she poured water in there. The kids have school because, Mm -hmm. you know, so she poured some water in there. Well then when dad, she keeps pouring water into dad, which is connected to mom. Mm -hmm. When dad is, starts overflowing over capacity. Well, his shit starts overflowing into mom, which then overflows into the kids. Mm -hmm. And so that's like a lot of times when we are over capacity, we get very high, strong, low patience, angry, 100%, all of that shit. And we take it out on those that are closest to us. Yep. Yep. So that thousand percent, I will never forget that visual. It actually made me cry because it's literally, especially at that time in my life when Mm -hmm. I was super depressed and super overwhelmed, I felt like I was doing that to my children. Mm -hmm. So it made me super upset. But it also changed your perspective, right? How how you deal with things, which is a good visual to have. Good visual. Versus just words. Right. Mm -hmm. It's, I will never forget it ever. And that was what, three years ago or something. Mm -hmm. And also with, you know, the kids being over capacity, especially when you have all of that, like those sports that are like crazy, Mm -hmm. like there's three or four practices a week and games and travel and all that. Like Wade, his daughters do like all of that stuff and they're straight A students. Yep. 
And he's got four freaking girls. They're crazy. Yeah. Um, that, but it's, it's when you, you've got to rec- be able to recognize that in them too. Mm-hmm. Like Christian, my youngest is fi- just turned 15 and we just moved. It's a new school. It's, it changes at home. It's a lot going on. He's luckily, he's a lot like Armand where he can take a lot. Right. And he lets a lot roll off his back. And, right. You know, kind of thing. But you got to start noticing like the little things. Right. So that you can speak to them and try to pull it out of them. Otherwise, they'll just keep stuffing it down because they want to be strong for you. It's 100% correct. Especially in your position because you're a single mom and it's you two against the world, right? Mm-hmm. So he definitely does that for you. Like, oh, without a doubt, his hardest, yeah, to stuff it down and be strong. He definitely does. Which even that breaks my heart, knowing that you know and seeing that sometimes. And that's that's again coming back to our topic of prioritizing and don't feel bad because you can't make somewhere or mm-hmm. you can't be there. Even though if they, somebody's like, come on, you're not going to do that to me, you know, please. And all that stuff. There's a lot of guilt for me that I end up going or I end up saying, yes, okay, no problem. I'll make it even if it's for five minutes or mm-hmm. whatnot. But even that I'm like, no, I feel like I've helped you in that way. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> when you're like, I'm going to call you and make sure you did not go. Yeah. No. Oh, or like there'll be days where on, like Sundays and you're like, Oh my, or I don't know what day, whatever day that was. And you were like, I don't have to go to the restaurant tonight. And I was like, Oh my God, you get to stay home. And then you're like, yes. And I was like, Oh, but it's only like seven bitch going to go out. It was Astros game at home game. And you were like, Friday was Friday. And you're like, I'm going to check on you tomorrow morning. Make sure you stayed home. <laughs> and didn't go to the men's club. <laughs> <I'll be- laughs> Listen, girl, you got to pay that rent. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding or am i <laughs> i'm just gonna do private shows i'm gonna install a pole oh there's already a hole there you see there's that a, there's a big pole right behind you <laughs> wrap your legs around that one I, nobody can <laughs> anyways challenge accepted so back to our conversation add so even though even even like right now for us it's tough for everything mm-hmm. that we do. It's tough on the restaurant part too because it's constantly being yeah, sold out holidays. or there's all constantly holiday parties and stuff like that. And obviously they're always like, you got to be there. They want to see you. They want to like, they're excited, right? right? It's the holiday season. Everybody's excited. For me, for the past many, many years, it's literally feels like the bane of my existence. I Spring comes around and it gets a little easier in springtime. Yeah. There's a few things that go on in terms of events and stuff like that. And then there's summer. But the past couple of summers, like I've been telling you, it's just been crazy at the restaurant. It's been really, really busy. And plus we transitioned to a new location. Mm-hmm. So it feels like there's always something. Right. But then I tell myself, that's life. There's always going to be something. Always something. Even going on a vacation, you come back and there's like double the work. Mm-hmm. Because you you know, you know, walked away from the work for a few days or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's always, I feel like I'm always looking at it as like, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Which I shouldn't be doing that either. I should just be like, this is what life is. Actually, I don't Suck know. it up, buttercup. Let's I go. No, I, I think that you should look at it and look at each di- di- different thing. Is it worth it? Like, is it is this what I want my life to be? I think you absolutely should have those conversations and not just suck it up and do it. Because guess what? 10 years down the road, what? how much time have you wasted mm-hmm. on something that even... Even say it was something as big as the restaurant, like something that's that, that huge. That's like your lifeline, right? That's your, mm-hmm. all. Of, so, but if it comes down to this is 
sucking me dry, mm-hmm. then you got to change. You got to right. shift. I think everybody in life, if you don't make those changes and look at those things, then you're going to end up 10, 20, 30 years down the road with a massive regrets. Right. And you're going to be super wrinkly. <laughs> Because stress ages you like a mofo. <laughs> By the way, after we go to lunch today, I'm going across the street to Beverly Hills Rejuvenation Center and I'm booking some shit. <laughs> Great. Tell yeah. me what to book too. No, we're going together. It's right across the <laughs> street from lunch. Yeah. Um, true. But you can book, I mean, you can do so much on your outer, but it really starts from within. Completely. Yeah. It really, really affects. But if it you, affects if the outer. outer it, it does. Uh, one, uh, it yeah. shows on your outer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But it's really a, a mental adjustment. Even with my family, it's been a mental adjustment. Yeah. And that's um, hard because you Because I always get with that. thrown it back at my face. Yeah. And the thing is, I've been like this all my life. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, wait. And the guilt from them is it, massive. It hangs over my head like a motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the only person that can actually change that is you. Is me. Correct. Yeah. But that's across the board. I keep thinking, I'm like, look, people do more. People, blah, blah, blah. But it's... I can't keep comparing. I can't keep thinking it no. of that way. And you've got to, and like, look at what you can handle now versus what you could handle five, 10 years ago. Could you imagine yourself 10 years ago doing what you're doing, trying to handle what you're handling right now? Yes. So you're telling me you haven't grown? Your capacity oh, hasn't yeah. grown? No, of course. My capacity constantly grows. But I'm saying I don't want it to grow anymore. <laughs> trying to say it keeps growing i'm but like it's no does, more <laughs> but it does get easier certain i think get it gets easier. easier because you've been doing it so long and you've right. been adding on to it that you've just become acclimated to it and it's like normal for you yeah but then when you're like okay wait a second i don't want this to be my norm anymore correct then it, then, then you're actually affecting everyone outside of you yeah that's my problem right now that's i'm it's affecting yeah. other people when if i was like that 10 years ago, they would have been used to that. But I wasn't like that 10 years ago. I constantly just added and added and added and added. And now I don't want to add anymore. So people are like, what the fuck? Well, that's good. I'm glad yeah. to hear that because I'm sick of you adding too. <laughs> like, Nara, stop. You are, I'm, I literally, I, I know that it's <laughs> not easy for you, but I am proud of you that you've, I would say probably the last year have, started to say no to things that you would not have said no to. Like you could be running on fumes and literally body shutting down in an unhealthy way, but you'd show up to somebody's birthday party because you knew it was special to them. But when I would see those things, I was like, this is so unhealthy and not okay. And I'd get mad at you. Mm Mm-hmm. But I am, and that obviously that's out of love, but obviously I need to step back because you're a grown ass fucking woman and you make your own decisions and we don't live together. <laughs> so I can't hold you hint, down. Hint. <laughs> um, you have to clear out one of those closets, boo. <laughs> Go take a look at it. You're like, there's no clearing here. Oh my God, I, still ha- I haven't seen the update in the last week. Okay. Anyways, but I am proud of you for actually stepping back on some of that stuff. Yeah. Not all of it, but you've done pretty well. I just got to keep it up. I know. And you got to not feel guilty about it. Yeah. That's the, that's the problem right there. Yeah. Because that just the feeling of the guilt while you're here with our bond is going to crush you too. Mm -hmm. That's a mental, emotional 
burden and baggage that's not reality. Because guess what? They're having fun at their birthday party. They're okay. You know, there's certain things like they're okay. These people are okay. Like you don't need to damage yourself because you want to make them happy. But I do understand that that's something that your entire life has been drilled into you. Mm -hmm. Well, cheers to changes. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. And not, you know, the, the whole point of this conversation is exactly what you said. Don't feel guilty and don't overwhelm yourself. Pick your priorities. Yeah. And, and be, life is too short. We've dealt with so much lately with, I mean, every other day there's something going on with somebody, a sickness or, you know, health issues or regret of how they live their life. So I just don't want to, I don't want to feel that way. Yeah. And yeah. we are at that age where our friends start dying <laughs> off. <laughs> okay. B. <beep. laughs> you just get to that point at one point where you're just like every other weekend you're going to a funeral. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. We're not there yet, but you know. Well. <laughs> Hey, we're just going to go ahead and knock that one out. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Change your change what you're looking at mm-hmm. instead of looking at the same thing every single day. Especially if you're moving and you still haven't gotten your house fixed. No, it's going to take a look, lady. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Down to three boxes. Okay. No, I'm excited for you. I'm it's excited gonna... for us by looking at all your things in your yellow bar stools. are so cute. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. It'll just, I just, like I said, I think I'm going to need to the end of the year. Probably. Maybe don't do worry. Like a- you were at the last place four and a half years. You're fine. <laughs> Mine, I'm like, hurry up, Amanda. You're almost out. <laughs> we digress. <laughs> Which, as you, all you listeners know, we do on every one of our yeah, podcasts. Story of our life. That's, that's how we roll. <laughs> um, but for all of you guys out there, honestly, take a breather. Take a step back. Change your environment. Re-energize yourself. You have to take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Yeah. You have to. And you know, when you talk about over committing and you, in like certain events, even like when we did the, the, uh, what's it called? Booze and boobs event. Uh-huh. When, um, I was like, okay, the girls, it's you star and Chloe. And they're like, well, star was like, let's meet blah, blah. And they wanted to bring me in and some other people. And I was like, look, I am so overwhelmed. I've got so much on my plate right now. Um, I'm all about it. I'll do what I can but I can't be there like my normal capacity. And, and if people don't respect that, then that's on them. Right. But it's, it's, you have to be strong enough or, you know, have enough, I don't know what confidence or whatever the word is to be able to articulate to people so that you can set that standard. Mm. Don't commit to things and then say there's a, you know, there's, so it's okay to commit to things and not be full capacity with it, but also set the standard and the mm-hmm. tone and let them know, look, I'm all about, I'm going to do everything that I can, but I'm just, I got too much going on right now. Mm-hmm. You know, especially when you have shit at home, you need to be taken care of. You know, that's a big deal. And that should, in my opinion, be your number one priority is taking care of your household and your family. And well, then the- part of that is also working. To take care of your family, right? No, absolutely. Yeah. 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 But setting those boundaries and setting those uh, those expectations. Yeah, someone's always going to get hurt or disappointed and I can't mm-hmm. control that either anymore. Yeah. And that makes me feel bad and, and guilty and I feel like I have to like, let me talk this out, Try let me explain it. this. But, yeah. you know, even that. 
But you can't even you can't that. I'm like, no thanks. The air on some things and and be like, look, because sometimes remember, we everyone works about, differently too. Uh, yeah, yeah, we were talking about a, a couple episodes ago, and we were talking about how um, forgiveness and sometimes you offend people, you don't even realize you offend them, and that's kind of like look, I might've offended you while I wasn't at full capacity and, but I want to have a conversation and, and, and try to clear the air. But if I do that and I, and I give my word for, you know, and I, and I say those things and they still don't accept it, then there's nothing else I can do. Right. right. And I have to clear my head right. of feeling guilty of that. So, yeah. you know, all of it goes back to our own bullshit, but in our skull, like we have to change that perspective. Right. A lot of things that we think it makes you feel bad, it's guilty, whatnot. It's, it's, it's not a lot. It's not. It's all in our head. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. Yes. True. True. So say no, ho. Just say no, ho. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, it was fun this week. Um, I hope someone got something out of this in terms of changing your lifestyle a little bit, keeping yourself healthy mentally and physically. And uh, we love y'all. No. Cheers. Got some drinks. No, let's go support some restaurants. (laughs) We are. We didn't say no. And we're out. (laughs) Bye. So can you handle the the tip? The tip? Leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or message us at Give Me the Tip Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. We want to hear from you. The good, the bad, and the ugly. We can take it all. Listen every Thursday to enjoy the train wreck.